0: How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV.
1: This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Right now, it's time for our feature interview for IMR Insurance. The tradies, mate, call 13IMR. And now this year marks the 24th time that supercars have raced at Albert Park. It's the third year in which it's for championship points. We thought we'd relive one of the most famous wins for championship points at the AGP. Race number five of our championship season is underway. Gauntlet's got control by just over three quarters of a second from Scotty High. This will be a change for the lead. Pi is now the leader in Melbourne. Out Here's our race leader. 3.1 seconds is the gap to Jamie Wincup. You can't even see J Dub in the plume behind car number two at the moment. Pi could lose the lead here to Wincup. So Pi, a mistake at turn 30. This is very high stakes on the streets of Melbourne. They are battling for the lead. They cannot see. It's so wet out there. There's no light. There's no grip, but there's major points up for grabs. High hanging on by a car here at the moment. We up, still throwing it at him. They
0: will go to the line. Absolutely knows the time. Scott high. That's a magician's performance. Well
1: down on the streets of Melbourne. Now, it was one of the greatest drives that we have seen at the Australian Grand Prix round. It was the first one for points as well back in 2018. And we've got the man, the myth, the legend that did it. He was an absolute superstar back in 2018 and hopefully... On the streets of Melbourne, he'll do it again. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only from Team 18, Scotty Pye. Hey mate, what a welcome. <laughs> Before we even start, uh, you you just heard that highlights package in your intro, mate. It's the time of the year, I'm sure everyone brings it up to you, and I'm no exception. That win at the AGP, mate, must bring some very, very fond memories to you. Yeah,
0: it certainly does. It's, uh, I, I think it's one um, people are going to talk about um, for a very long time, Not not my um, win as such I mean but just that race itself you know I just happened to be the, the guy who won it at the end but that was one of the craziest races I think we've seen in supercars whether you know from the weather not not um, in terms of accidents or anything but the conditions um, I've never raced in anything like that the way it changed track went from being a real fast slick um, dry track to sun going down it got dark it started raining um, you know our, our uh, headlights are about as useful as two little uh, battery powered torches <laughs> on the front of the car so it was a a tricky race for a number of reasons and uh yeah to come out on top i mean that's uh that's pretty special and then for it to be my first ever win as well it just uh made it all that more better
1: i think you're selling yourself just a tad short there because uh the bloke (laughs) behind you mate uh he's had a fair few wins and a fair few races in fact he's coming up to 500 but that would have been nervy as seeing uh jamie wincup of all people in the in your rearview mirror for a lot of that race but look it, hopefully you go absolutely well this uh, this round. I know Adelaide's in the rearview mirror, but uh, we, we got to talk about that for a little bit because it was a pretty hard day at the office. And for a new team, it's not how you want to start. But your attitude, man, was just so positive. Uh, we saw the, the videos that was on socials on the Team Eighteen and the DeWalt Racing uh, Facebook page. I mean, when you got back to the Transporter, it seemed like the mood was still fairly good spirits after what was a, not the best round, to be honest.
0: It was probably—I don't know if it was good spirits. I think it was just—it was one of those things that the weekend was tough for a number of reasons. We had a lot of little, little things that, that went wrong, and—but and, um, I don't think we were. Um, it wasn't that we didn't expect those things, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, it was always going to be a challenging weekend, and, and one that we needed to just accept uh, what was going to come our way and try and deal with it in the best way possible. And I think uh, it was probably more challenging than we wanted, uh, <laughs> even even uh, mentally. I mean, it was just like smacking your head against a pole, a pole because, you know, Sunday was just pure bad luck again, wrong place, wrong time with the, the two teammates that took themselves out and then yeah. we got caught up in that. Um, so, you know, that was a circumstance that we couldn't control, the suspension failure as well. It's not our component. Um, and, uh, and a few things have changed this year, obviously, with the control parts that I think contributed to it. So it wasn't, again, something we could see or or change. So, I mean, I look at those things and just that uh, you have to accept them and there's no point um, letting them affect... Uh, the next day, you've got to try and um, get up the next day, as if it's the first, and uh, and bounce back. So, you know, that's what we've done since Adelaide. We've, we've debriefed and chatted about what we could have done differently, done better, and um, hopefully come this weekend, we can bounce back and, and get a really solid result.
1: You mentioned the uh, the shocks there. Obviously, it's sort of leveled the playing field just a little bit. Has it made it a tad easier for you in the sense that you were going from a Walkinshaw-built Commodore, which you've driven uh, for a number of years going into a triple eight built one it's the first time you're doing that which in itself is a hard enough thing to adjust to is the fact that having to compound that with new shocks into the whole uh picture does it make it easier or does it sort of make an an evil a leveler for you so, do you just go in there just going you know what, it's uh, gonna be a new car it's a new car
0: yeah i pretty much i mean i i went in with an open mind and uh yeah, I'm just trying to adapt to what we've got. Every time you go to a circuit, you go with a different setup, anyway. So the cars are never, never exactly the same. And if they are, then you're going to be left behind. So as mm-hmm. um, a new season, I know there's going to be some growing pains um, internally with the team, which um, is fine because the um, the the plan is not to have success today, but tomorrow. So for us, we we keep that mentality and make sure that we do a better job every time we go on track. And then uh, by the end of the season is when we really want to be kicking our goals and, um, and then come out next year real strong. So I didn't, I didn't underestimate the challenge of switching um, cars, but at the same time, it's kind of, uh, I feel really confident about, about the, the car I'm in now, about the team that's around me and a lot more um, confident than I was in the package I had last year. And that's obviously why I've decided to make the move. I think that, um, you know, I was I was there long enough to see the ladder land, and and I feel like I've I've made a, a really good decision, and it's one that might not come to fruition instantly, but it's certainly going to in the future.
1: Well, we see uh, you you teamed up with Matty Saunders. I mean, the first time uh, that you two have been paired up together, uh, is it's a very important relationship which we've seen stressed uh, in the past couple of years between the engineer and the driver. Uh, how are you two sort of coming together, um, or is it still too early to tell? No, really well. I mean, I've um,
0: unfortunately I've had Um, plenty of uh, times where I've had to meet new engineers. I mean, I don't think uh, Walkinshaw was really the only time I had the same engineer um, for a couple of years. But then in the last year, I think we changed engineers three times um, at that team. So it was a a really tough, tough um, last 12 months there with engineering. Um, But this year, hopefully, it's something that will now continue on into the future with the same engineer. I think Matty's a great guy and a a superb engineer, someone who's... um, just going to get better and better with time as well. So, um, yeah, my first impressions I'm, I fills me with confidence. So. Ideally, I want to keep the same engineer now for a very, very long time and build that relationship because we do see how important
1: it is. Uh, you've also got uh, Dean Fiori coming on board as your co-driver for the Enduros. It is a bit of a shame to break up the Dream Team combo of you and Luffy because you <laughs> did have a stellar run of success with him. I mean, two Bathurst podiums, not something to sniff out there. But uh, uh, Dino has got a wealth of experience behind him as well too. And to be quite honest, he's probably stoked to be not driving a Nissan this year. But uh, how did he go at the test day in your Commodore?
0: Yeah, really well. It's going to be um, be good to have Dino in the car with me. I, he was my teammate in 2013, my first year in the championship. And, yeah, we get on well. Um, he's a he's a funny, funny dude. So, yeah, I'm keen to have him in the car. Obviously, you know, Luffy and I had some really good success in the past, but um, we never never got that win. And, uh, you know, I'm certainly going to miss Luffy, but I'm excited about having Dino in the car. And hopefully we can get that win. I think that he's a, a real talent that hasn't had the, the car underneath him or, you know, I think often the co-drivers you see are at the detriment of, of the lead driver. So mm-hmm. hopefully I can do my job and we can give Dino a, a good car and a good position. And, um, and yeah, he can uh, yeah get get some great results. So I really think that um, of all the co-drivers, he was he a was pick this year for me, for mm-hmm. sure.
1: Well, you joining Team 18, it was literally one of the biggest moves in the lead up to 2020. And we've chatted to Frosty before on the show after he left Tick. He said he had a wish list. He, he gave it to Charlie. And Charlie just went and went. Okay, that's what you need. This is what you get. And he sort of said, "Well, it's the right move for him." Did you have something sort of similar when it came time for you to make your decision on where you were going to drive in 2020?
0: Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of um, a lot of people in pit lane that um, that, that have the talk, and we, we see that all the time. And sometimes it actually plays out publicly. That it doesn't doesn't always work out. But with Charlie, I think that. Um, he never promises what he knows he can't deliver. Mm-hmm. And that for me was really important as someone that you can trust. And all the feedback I got as well, obviously I did my homework on, on the teams that I had, the options that I had and all the feedback on Charlie was super positive. And as soon as I had that first meeting with him, uh, it was, it was pretty obvious why, why it is that way. And yeah, speaking of Frosty, it was the same as well, you know, his, his opinion of him and certainly since joining the team now, uh-huh. um, where we've been given all the tools that we could ask for, for sure. I think that that was important. You know, I, I've, you know, was somewhere that wasn't, um, you know, I wanted change. I wanted to, it's okay to make mistakes. Yep. Um, it's, it's you know, as long as you're making those mistakes, trying to do things different and do them better every time. So uh, that was something I was prepared to, to accept early. And, um, and yeah, so having an opportunity with Charlie and Frosty and the rest of the team um, where we're being, being given the tools we need to do the job is, is a really good opportunity.
1: Now, you're a pretty competitive bloke. Frosty's also a competitive bloke. Uh, competitive bloke. He gave the team mm-hmm. their first Armorial pole last year. So is there a bit of rivalry and internal competition between you guys to see he'll deliver the first trophy? Because, let's face it, Frosty needs to be intimidated because you're the bloke that gave DJR Team Penske their first podium. You also gave Walkinshaw and Ready United their first race win. So is Frosty sort of going, hang on a second, this, this could be a bit testy. <laughs> Here, I better be up the front a little bit more than uh, the bloke in the DeWalt car.
0: Yeah, it was uh, frustrating. Unfortunately, at Walk at TJR, uh, I didn't get their first win. We got their best result, but not their um, their first win. But you know, to, to get that at Shaw was great, and certainly, I'd love to um, to get that for Charlie and repay his face he's put in me. Uh, but at the end of the day, mate, whoever gets the first one, um, it's all well and good. It's it's as long as we can back it up. And I think that's what Frosty and I are working on is making sure that we have a car that can perform every weekend. Mm-hmm. And you know, our our work with the guys, um, you know, is not going to be uh, we're not going to be satisfied if it's just the one flash in the pan. We need to repeat and uh, have both cars on the podium regularly. That's our, our target. But, of course, I'd love to have that first one. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be lying if I said I didn't want it.
1: Scott Pye is our feature interview. Thanks to IMAR Insurance, the tradies, mate. Call 13 IMAR or visit au. Scotty, thanks so much for taking the time out to have a chat with this mate here on the driver's seat. Best of luck this weekend, and hopefully we'll chat to you soon.
0: No problem, mate. i better get to my track walk,
1: (laughs) Jim. Thanks, mate. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.